Okay, I'm going to count us okay. in. In five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the bonus episode. The bonus episode. Oh, <laughs> sold. <laughs> uh, you guys, we're back for another bonus episode. It feels like a million years since we've done a bonus episode. It does. It does. It's been 13 weeks. It's been a long time. Season four took forever. And so it's been, uh, yeah, 13 weeks since we have gotten to do a bonus episode. I suppose we could have like sprinkled in another bonus episode somewhere in the middle, but it started to, it started to feel like season four was just never going to (laughs) end. So (laughs) (laughs) we didn't want to add any more. It just felt like, yeah, I couldn't add any more to it, but uh, we finally have made it. We are finally here. And so as you all know, those of you who have been with us for a while, uh, we like to celebrate the end of a season by ranking our top favorite episodes of that season. Um, so we have been working on our on our top five rankings. Uh, we did it earlier this afternoon. We're both feeling good about it, feeling like we got strong picks. Um we yeah. are going to go uh, from bottom to top. So we'll stop with, start with number five, go all the way <laughs> to number one. As we do. As we do. <laughs> and then we also, I have some honorable mentions. I assume you also have some honorable mentions. I do too. Okay, yeah. So we will, then we'll yeah. go back and give our honorable mentions. So Kelly has informed me that she believes that I am first. Um, I don't know, guys. I we don't, don't actually remember who's first, but she just said, I feel like it's you. And so we're just going to go with that. Yeah. The spirits are telling me you go <laughs> the first. The spirits, the criminal mind spirits are are telling her that it's that it's me. So we're just going to, we're going to listen to them. Yesterday, I have a spirit story. <clears throat> Yesterday, uh, Cassie and I were like getting ready for bed. Yes. And I, so... <laughs> I work out in our bedroom. So when I work out, I turn the TV to face the open area of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to bed, I turn the TV back flat so that we can see it from the bed. So I turned the TV back flat and then I noticed the TV was on and I was like, well, that's weird. So I turn it off and then I go and like brush my teeth and I come back and the TV's on (gasps) again. And I say, Cassie, have you been turning the TV on? And she's like, no, I haven't touched it. What? So then I go, so I turn the TV off again and I stare at it for a while. Cause I'm like, if I see that light turn from red to green yeah. again, I'm going to lose my yeah. mind. Uh, it doesn't turn on. So then I go spirits. If you're here, please turn my TV on. <laughs> it didn't turn on. And Cassie got so mad. She was like, you do not summon spirits. You don't. I would get so mad at you too. I'd be like, you don't fuck with that. Listen, you don't ask them to do stuff for I you. I said, I said, I don't believe in spirits, and she said, Well, I do. Don't. God, I feel that so hard because Stephen does that shit all the time, and he does believe in them, but he'll say shit like that. I'm like, Stop! Like, why are you? Why are you wishing that upon us? What is your problem? Listen, they're not real. You know, we also had a weird. We don't need to go. We don't need to go down this avenue. We again. also had a weird, uh, like, technology thing that maybe was a spirit. Yesterday, I went to print something, and it printed. Oh. But was there a message waiting <laughs> no, for you when I printed? It came out. It only printed like half of the page, and I told Stephen, I was like, "Did uh-huh. you?" Because we had been running out of ink like last week, and I was like, "Didn't you replace the ink?" And he was like, "Yeah, I did." 
And I was like, that's weird. But I hate dealing with printers. Printers, I think, are the <laughs> stupidest technology we've ever invented. I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know. That's one, like, as a millennial, I still don't I, get but it. But it's like, also, I feel like there's lots of things on the computer I understand, but the printer, it's I It's also not. one of those things where I'm like, we send people to fucking space, and you're telling me that this printer mm. can't work 100% of the time? Like, why are... They <laughs> suck. Like, they're, the, they're like the one piece of technology that has not moved forward at all <laughs> in comparison yeah. to anything else. It's still just like a giant clunky exactly. machine. Exactly. It's like the phone our phones are now detached and in our pocket our tvs are also computers but yet our printers still suck and half the time they'll just not work because they just don't our cars drive themselves it's ridiculous <laughs> so anyway i was just kind of of that mindset yeah. of like i'm not gonna fuck with it i don't care enough it was just a little calendar i was printing so i was like oh, whatever i'll mess with it later then fully like six hours later we were laying in bed <laughs> watching tv all the lights are off oh, like no. all of a sudden like there's this noise and steven goes what is that and he mutes the computer he mutes the tv and the printer is fucking printing and he was like what the fuck and like so clearly neither of us are in front of our computer he gets up and it was so funny because he like got up and like went out into the hallway just like real slow like and like kind of like <laughs> turned his head around the corner i was like oh my god so he goes into his office where the printer is and it had printed the full calendar. Like, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I don't have an explanation <laughs> for it. It was it was bizarre. So, you know what? Your spirits were turning the TV on and off. Mine were printing calendars. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> anyway. Who knows? This isn't about... All spirits are, are all printers are possessed. They are by the devil. And that's a fact. For sure. Okay. Anyway, they're portals. This is not about technology or printers or spirits. We no, are here this to is rank about season four. This is this is about season four, uh, and we are going to rank our top five episodes. So are you ready to hear my top five? No. No. You want to give up and go home? <laughs> <laughs> no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm okay. at home, Kelsey. I know. I meant, like, go to bed. You just want to give up and go to bed. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Starting with number five. Um, I'm going to go with my number five as uh, episode 18 from season four, which is Omnivore, which is the introduction oh. of George Foyette and the Reaper. Oh. So I kept coming back to this this episode i put it on my initial list because if you've been listening for a while you know we each have our systems and usually you make a short list you right. just go through the whole list of the episodes you stick the ones that stick out to you you write down and so i put this one on there yeah. and i thought well maybe it'll be an honorable mention i'm not really sure where it's gonna fall but the more that i thought about it i was like i really do like this episode i think it's important for the whole run of the show, obviously. We've talked quite a bit about how Foyette is a very important unsub. I would argue he's, like, one of the most notorious unsubs of Criminal Minds history, in yeah. my opinion. Um, but I also think the episode itself is really good. Like, it's it's got some good misdirects, and, you know, then the the prison break at the end is obviously, like, a good sort of cliffhanger twist thing so mm. i just think it's a mm -hmm. solid episode but i'm also giving it credit for being an important episode kind of in the 
like larger premise of the show as well because of where it's going to eventually lead us. So it is my number five. Okay. 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 Uh, number four is episode eight, Masterpiece. Which... A classic. A classic. <laughs> you guys know we're big fans of Masterpiece. And the we big are. reason for me, I just wrote Jason Alexander's wig. It's a big... <laughs> the wig is the star, truly, of the whole episode. Jay- Remember when I thought it was his real hair? Yeah, that's a fun That's a fun <laughs> whole thing. And then you were like, oh, he's bald. <laughs> and i tried to be like how long would he have to grow his hair out in order for that to be growing it out since seinfeld yeah he's like now that i'm done with seinfeld i'm going to prepare for my greatest role ever which is a criminal mastermind on criminal minds (laughs) um yeah the wig is amazing the jason alexander is amazing he's so just bizarre and it's just like it's it's such a it's such a crazy character just from start to finish. I feel like his casting is surprising. Like you're, it's just one of the things you're like, it's fucking Jason mm-hmm. Alexander. Like, what are we doing? And then you get the showdown with Rossi at the end. Like he has this weird tension with Rossi. That thing where he's like creeping over Rossi's shoulder is so weird at the end. And like uh, that, oh, I forgot that he like. Attack yes, him. He, he like yes, comes at like, him. Like a spider monkey. And he's just like. Yeah. It's just like. It's just. Oh God. It's so good. I just love it. It's. It's. I just love it. Are you surprised that I didn't rank it higher though? I was kept. I was um, wondering. I was like. I feel like Kelly's going to be surprised that I didn't rank this higher than. No. no I'm not okay. surprised. I'm not surprised. Well, So the. Re- a little bit of the reasoning why it is where it is kind of feeds into my number three. So I'm going to go into number three because there's part of okay. an explanation there. So my third is episode uh, 21, A Shade of Grey, which is. Which one's that? Shade of Grey is Your Son is a Sociopath Crunch. It's the Jean Benet inspired oh, mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I went. I really kept going back and forth between a shade of gray and masterpiece. And I kept being like, well, maybe this one's third. No, maybe the, and I kept flipping them back and forth. But what ultimately forced my hand on it is that I feel like a shade of gray is overall from start to finish a stronger episode than masterpieces. Masterpiece is great because of Jason Alexander, obviously. But when you, when I really started to think about like, the episode as a whole and like the crime with them in the bunker and the kids that are kidnapped from the daycare center. And then you get the, um, freaking what is the, like the ratio, the golden ratio or whatever. Like, Oh yeah. Fibonacci. Fibonacci. And he's got, it's just, I, the more I started to think about it, I was like, they tried to do just like a little too much. And I don't think they actually succeeded from a, from a narrative perspective. Yeah. And that's okay because yeah. Jason Alexander is fucking great. And the whole thing is so batshit that you're willing to overlook that. But I, that was why I kind of was like, I think if I have to compare them like as whole episodes, I feel like A Shade of Grey is a really strong episode kind of in terms of narrative like it's done really well the story is done really well it's you know a little twisty turny but then you know the reveal at the end when they finally show you like what actually happened with the older brother killing Uh the little brother like 
it all comes together very well. Like everything falls into place. It's very well executed. And then you just like the kid, the kid gets so many creepy points. Like he just, yeah, he plays it well. He plays creepy he really plays well. Creepy really well. This is true. And I just, so I just, I, again, I had to, I had to look at them both objectively in that manner. And so that is why I decided to give I, a, just a slight edge to a shade of gray. So that is my number three. Right there in the middle okay. of the middle of the pack. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Number two, I don't think you're going to be surprised about is uh, episode three, minimal loss, AKA. Yes. The cult okay. Episode. Duh. Yes. There's a lot of great yeah. things about this episode. It's a, you've got Matthew, not Matthew Perry. That is a different Perry. <laughs> Luke Perry. <laughs> it's <laughs> not Luke Chandler. Perry. Rest in Larry peace. P. Um, <laughs> So you got Luke Perry, so you got a great guest star. He does a great job as our cult leader. You get some really great teamwork in that episode. Like, everybody's yes. everybody's firing all, on all cylinders, doing a great job. Um, you get these really beautiful, like, friendship development moments between Prentice and Reed in this episode. And... And then I love, like, the Waco callbacks. I love, I love a good reference to a yeah. real-life incident or real life crime or real life whatever and there's a lot of that in this episode so i just think i mean we've talked about it before i knew from a get-go minimal loss was going to be on there it's it's a it's just a really solid episode for me um and it's it's one of my faves i feel like yeah you're going to be able to guess based on process of elimination maybe what my number one is i'm not sure I, it feels obvious to me, but we'll we'll see. All right, my number one favorite episode of season four is fifty two pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, very rarely I do have to say, very rarely when we do these things, do I you know do my my initial short list and then just automatically I'm like, well, that one's number one, this one in this case, I didn't even have to think about it. Like I actually filled this one in first and then went back and filled in the rest of them because high praise. I just fucking love it. It's ridiculous. It's fuzzy hats. It's badass Prentice. Fuzzy hats. It's bad ass Prentice. Badass snarky just like beautiful Prentice you've got ridiculous Viper and just his weird bullshit you get a little romance for Reed with the bartender at the end who like he's gonna be a magician and like yes it's just it's got a little bit of everything I mean despite the fact that I do also think we discussed this last time we ranked something we ranked the worst worst ways to get murdered and I said this was my number one so 52 pickup <laughs> is very high on all rankings for me across the board it's a grisly yeah. ass murder like the the disemboweling and the- he makes them clean up their own bowels. yeah it's bad like it's particularly grisly but everything else about it and you have sybil shepherd no we don't isn't that the episode she's no, in she's in cold comfort she's in crack a cold one. Oh, yeah. right yeah, right, yeah. right 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 sorry, uh, sorry 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 but yeah it's just it's a fun it's a fun episode despite the fact that the 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 crimes are terrible and bloody and gross the rest of it 
is fun. Like it's it's the closest thing to just like a fun, lighthearted episode you'll ever get in Criminal Minds, in my opinion. Yeah. Because the rest it's even though the crime is like one of the most gruesome. Yes, it's the most gruesome and so just like ugh, like gross and like makes me cringe to think about it. But everything else about it is so fun because of the premise with the pickup artist and like there's just the only the one takeaway is agent todd is in it that's the only thing that really gives it yeah a, gives it a downgrade in my opinion but i'm willing to overlook her presence, well you'll have you'll presence. have that in season four you know you can't you'll have you, that. you know she's around for a while for better or for worse so i chose to yeah aj cook had to have a baby she had to have so. a baby i get it and they picked her replacement wrongly but whatever so that's it that is my top five of season four i feel pretty good about it i'm very interested though to see where your shake out oh but i do have honorable mentions i can't forget that um so i I have yeah i have three honorable mentions uh the first one is episode four paradise aka the will wheaton episode uh Mm. really it's it's him getting hit by the truck at the end you just really can't (laughs) like that's just it's just you don't it's crazy and i just think that and it's again it's another interesting guest star for me so it's uh it's 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 up there for me i just couldn't quite put it onto the top five um another honorable mention is episode 13 bloodline um Mm. with the uh our traveler friends which are uh kidnapping little girls romany yes yeah um I think the thing that sticks out the most for me is the twist at the end when she's like, don't tell them about your brothers. That is, mm. again, I'm a sucker for a really good twist at the end. And that is, a, I think, one of the best ones in the whole season um, of just like you think that it's all getting wrapped up and then it's like, oh, but little do you know, there's more oh. of them out there. Um, so, yeah. So I, th- I, I like that part of it, but that was kind of like, the only thing that I particularly like about it. Um, and then the last one, uh, was mayhem, which is our episode opener or our season opener. And it's really just the ambulance ride. That's the only reason. (laughs) Iconic. Iconic. It's iconic. He drives an ambulance bomb through New York city and explodes it. It's central park. It's crazy, and I love it, but I just, I didn't, again. And you think he's dead for a second. Just for a split second, you think, is this how we're going to kick this season off? And then, nope, his beautiful face pops right up there. Um, It does. Oh, my God, you're back. What did you, what happened to your sound? (laughs) (laughs) My other headphones were also about to die, so my cell phone's at a decent charge. So I plugged my regular headphones back in. For the last however many minutes that I've been talking, the last 19 minutes, it sounded like Kelly was talking to me from a fishbowl in space. (laughs) Like, I don't... That's the only way I can Listen, nothing has been charged. Everything is dying. It sounded so far away. Now you sound like you're, like, in the room with me, though. Well, I am now. So anyway... Look turn around oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. Those are my top five. Those are my honorable mentions. I'm very excited to see what makes your list. Well, I'm here to mm-hmm. tell you we. This is maybe one of the first times we have a decent amount. Really? Yes. I'm excited to hear. Um. So I, as always, I forgot to put the episode oh, numbers okay. in. But who cares about the episode who cares? Numbers? 
Um, so <clears throat> my number mm-hmm. five is your number one, 52 pickup. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I put it at number five. Uh, because for me, the only part I really enjoy is the badass princess. Okay, okay. Um, I, I do also enjoy Reed and mm-hmm. the bartender, a.k.a. I was going to say, Ford. you do like her because, um, you know, of legends. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but other than that, this is not my favorite Interesting. episode. Uh, so it, it made it, badass Prentice is really what put it over the edge. Also, just like the tone of the episode is just such a fun change yes. of pace. Um, so it did, it did win some points okay, for me okay. there. Um, and other than that, pretty much the same yeah. reasons that Fair you enough. said, uh, but it's, it's just number okay. five for me there. Uh, number four, one that I'm very surprised didn't make your list at all. Yeah. Normal. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. normal, for those who don't remember, is the episode with Norman. Normal Norman. With his, his crazy car rides and he's shooting yeah. people and he cuts the barrel yeah. of his gun. He wears his leather jacket. <laughs> he wears his leather jacket um he's got the glasses and the the obsessive yep. car situation yep. um and in the end the family was dead the whole they time dead the whole time i think that's an episode that is just packed from beginning to end yeah and i love i it. mean i love the the realization the reveal that they were dead the yes. whole time is just it is a good one it ugh, is iconic it really gets you because it's not, I don't know, it's just such a unique plot twist in this show. You never, I don't think we ever get that again. It's like The Sixth Sense. It is. Like, it's just that, like, they were dead it the is. whole time. And it's just wild. And um, I also really love uh, Meredith from The Parent Trap being <laughs> in it. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> it's it is a good episode. I a lot of car listen, explosions. I, I did think about it, and I ultimately i don't know it was weird i thought about it and i thought like oh i like that episode but i just decided i don't know i kept moving and then i didn't come back to it (laughs) it was one of those things where i was like i'm gonna like i went through my initial list and i was like yeah like i like that episode but i was like eh, like let me keep looking because i was like i feel like there are others that i like better and i i just didn't come back to it i i agree with you it's a good episode I just, there are others I like better. And I just, it's not, it's it's a good one. I should have put it on my honorable mention, honestly. I, I do, I do like yeah. it. It is a good one. And I agree with you. It's a, it's a very good twist. And, you know, I do yeah. love a weirdo in a leather jacket, so. Yeah. All right. You ready I for number ready. three? Number three is demonology. No. Demonology is the episode with the priest who is murdering people. What? Um, I am shocked. I am shocked. (laughs) Demonology (laughs) makes the list and is this high on the list solely for Emily I mean, fair. I could imagine. It is her best episode. Well... Yeah, I mean that. I mean, as soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh, this is because of Emily." There's no one. There can possibly no be no other explanation for why you would put this episode so high. That is so surprising to me. So surprising. The murders I hate. 
the rest of the episode i hate but emily is so so good good. her moments with rossi are so good she's a normal human being and i love it i mean i Paget Brewster knocked it out of the park in that one, and that's why it's I number three. I very much agree with you. We discussed this when we did the episode, that the episode itself is so weak and such a strange episode. Just such a strange story. The murders make It makes no, no sense. sense. The story makes no sense. It's so out of left field for the show, I feel like. But we, I mean, as we said, and I will give it to you for sure, I mean, Padgett Brewster is the redeeming quality of that episode. She carries that episode 100%. And I do agree with you. I mean, she is definitely, like, the only good part of it. I'm just so surprised that you put it that high. I would have seen that one maybe as a number five or as an honorable mention. I am truly so Mm. surprised that you ranked it that high. (laughs) You throw me for curveballs, man. Yeah. I throw you for <laughs> throwing curve me curveballs. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're great. Shut up. What's your number two? Uh, <laughs> number two is <gasps> Pleasure is My Business. No. <laughs> what are these? <laughs> if you don't recall, Pleasure is My Business is the episode about the sex worker who is killing. The Who men. are you? I <laughs> I that episode is great because it just it it takes so many it's just <laughs> fun to watch a woman. Oh, that's what kill it, that's men. what you're going for. Okay. Well, it's just she's uh taking control. She kills herself yeah. at the end. That's yeah. wild. That weird scene with Hotch at the end, I don't know. Her, like, weird obsession with Hotch yeah. is weird. Um, but she's just such a badass. <sighs> and <laughs> that episode is another one that's just, like, kind of so different from the other ones. Because you don't get a lot of female no. unsubs. Um, and, like, the method, it's just so wild. And there's, like, these lawyers that are just like, oh, like... Oh. We're being and you really murdered. never get and then you know, like and then you have just the whole like the mystery behind like the book mm-hmm. of like the names of your clients and you see all these different people and it's just like an insight into this world in a totally different yeah. way like usually we see sex workers uh like who work on the streets yeah. like your poor sex yeah. sex workers and you don't see uh what she is called in many descriptions a call girl who is associated with wealthier clients um we don't examine that very much in this show uh and i just i don't know i was just drawn to it i do agree with you it's rare to get you're right it's rare to get one a female unsub but she's also like a fairly sympathetic female unsub like yeah. you, you her dad was yeah weird. like you you can see things kind of more from her perspective she feels it feels like a let less of like a cut and dry like oh she is a bad person she's the unsub like and there, it's a little more of a gray area type thing and then you do have that sympathy of like yeah she had a terrible childhood like all of this fucked up shit um so it is an interesting episode. I but again, that really surprises me. I don't. You just are. You're just. You're throwing me. I I'm surprised. Yeah. 
but valid. I mean, well, I get your reasoning. I I do get it. We'll we'll have a big discussion at the end once you know okay, all okay, of okay. my okay things. Hit, hit uh, me number with that one, number one. I can't do a drum roll with oh, my right, mouth. I forgot because <laughs> I can't she roll my can't tongue. Do it. Try. <laughs> listening to her try it never gets old (laughs) (sighs) number one is one that we share minimal loss i knew it uh i love a cult you guys i love a cult this is for me the one where i was like well there's no question about it that's my number one so interesting that That we both have that in this season but for vastly different episodes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that episode is just it it checks all my boxes my yeah. favorite kind of crime yeah. uh so many good guest mm-hmm. spots a lot of good celebrities uh Prentice mm-hmm. is a badass reed is just like being super mm-hmm. smart um i feel like hotch i mean hotch does some stuff but like he's not he's like, not the team members I don't care about are yes. minimal. Yeah, he's in kind of in the background. Morgan's like a little bit in the background. Yeah, it's really just about Prentice, mm-hmm. Rossi. Yeah, because Rossi's the negotiator, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Prentice, like, she's just she's making it happen on mm-hmm. the inside. Like they all, everybody's like reading each other's yep. minds. Yep. They're just. She, when she does that thing to send the signal, yes. like, and, like, knows that they're yes. pointing the sound mm-hmm. thing at her. And she's like, I'm going to do this yep. this time. Yep. I know you're listening yep. to me. It's just great. I yeah. love it. Um, uh, Just a good old-fashioned yeah. cult. It's good. It's great. The, like, the fake out with the Kool-Aid that's poison mm-hmm. but not poison. Mm-hmm. Come on. Got to weed out those on. disbelievers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So... That's that's number one. I for get me. it. I do love uh, that. That's episode. my my favorite of the season. Episode. Um. So my honorable mm-hmm. mentions. Uh, I have okay. two. Uh, the first one that I will mention is conflicted. Which one is that? The episode. That's the spring break episode oh. with the dissociative identity right. disorder. Yes. Uh, I put that episode on my honorable mentions because it's fun. It's spring break, so it's fun. <laughs> spring and break, then there's this bitches! weird, <laughs> this weird like film noir of That's like so, this ugh. character at the beginning. Like, where's Tommy? It's where's so Tommy? Weird. It's bizarre. We obviously we had Sam again. <laughs> we <laughs> had a lot of questions, so questions. about where that episode really stands in the mm-hmm. 21st century oh, i guess it came out in the 21st century in 2021 uh in the in mm-hmm. the 20s um but it's just kind of fun i don't know it's a hotel <laughs> i love a hotel i love, a hotel. <laughs> I love a south padre island i love a spring break kelly you know yeah. kelly's like totally wants to like <laughs> dance by a pool with like some light up glow sticks and just like yeah, you know, just like you know just, me, I definitely went on any spring just break bouncing trips. next to strangers. <laughs> just like yep, you know me, I love strangers, <laughs> crowds. She hasn't been one hundred percent happy in quarantine this whole time. No, away from quarantine isn't my best life. <laughs> and then, so my other honorable mention is masterpiece. Mm, sure. Um, oh my god, I cannot believe that's not on your top five. <laughs> 
Well, so I I wrestled with this. Wow. I really did. And I determined that ultimately, yeah. for me, the fact that Jason Alexander is who he is in this yeah. episode isn't enough to put it on the Fair list. Fair enough. Like, I told you, the rest of the episode's not really anything to write home about. No. Like, no. He's mostly annoying. Yeah. That was also a con yeah, for true. the episode. Um, he, it's just, I mean, it's it's highly entertaining because it's Jason Alexander. And, and his wig. scenes with Rossi are great. <laughs> the wig, the, the suit, suit, the and, necklace. But then he's just, like, jealous of his brother. That's where it like, really falls apart for me. It's just, that, yeah, the M.O. is the, weak. Yeah, like, that is, because like, I won't even say, like, the bunker thing, okay, fine, like, with the weird gas masks and, like, whatever, like, yeah. fine. But where you lose me is when they're like, oh, my brother was a serial killer, Rossi put him away, I lost everything because my brother was a serial killer and so everyone thought I was weird because I had this brother, and so I blame yeah. Rossi, and so I'm going to put together this elaborate, insane thing just to get back at him by killing his coworkers. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense, and it's it's the yeah. it's such it's a leap. Just it's bizarre. bizarre. It's such a leap, and you're right. That is where it where it loses me. I just I can't get past the wig. I I will. Yeah, <laughs> I still want the, the wig. wig. I do too. I want the wig. Everybody wants the wig. <laughs> I I'm gonna get, search on eBay and see if I can find it. <laughs> Please um, do. <laughs> um, <laughs> do we both dress up as him for Halloween this year? <laughs> that would what you would spend your entire Halloween being like? I'm Jason Alexander from an episode of Criminal Minds. <laughs> like no one. I only I only ever see like my family on Halloween. <laughs> It would take one time I'd say, everybody gather around, I'm explaining it now, and we're not talking about it again. <laughs> but then I'm just picturing your mom being like, okay, like, what a weird thing to be. <laughs> Betty would spend the whole, whole night just being like, what the hell are you, Aunt Kelly? <laughs> that kind of honestly makes me want you to do it even more. Honestly, I don't yeah. see anyone really on halloween except my husband so i would just be like i'm jason alexander from that episode of criminal mind and he would be like okay i'd come to your house I'd come oh and then we would just be like twin jason alexanders yeah and we'll post a picture on the instagram see you in six months uh, yeah like start shopping for you wigs just, now you know that people would just be like are you like a wizard? a wizard are, are you, you casual Dumbledore? Like einstein who's lost all his volume in his hair like <laughs> einstein on vacation dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> are you 21st century dumbledore 21st century dumbledore goes to cancun because <laughs> like he's wearing suit. that weird suit <laughs> uh, oh my god uh. yes but so I do also want to mention, obviously, I did not include the Will Wheaton episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's there's a handful of other episodes that were on your list that felt like obvious choices. Your son is a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you trying you to know call me the Will Wheaton episode? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to explain. I think there are some episodes that seem like big choices and good mm-hmm. choices. Um that I didn't put okay. on my list, and I just okay. want to explain okay. why. So, Will Wheaton, 
I just don't like the episode. I don't like the couple. They're annoying. Get me uh, some banana it's, pancakes. Maybe it scares me too much. <laughs> Let's get yeah, the freaking Let's banana, get some pancakes. banana pancakes. Have you seen my panties? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's the fucking Another worst. season, worst. it would be in the top five. You're right. But I couldn't yes. do it. I don't like it. Will Wheaton playing a villain is weird. You Like, Hotch is weirdly upset that he missed it. Like, he didn't I notice told you that Will Wheaton was the, the villain. The truck is the only reason that it's on. The truck my is top, pretty my... good. When he gets Regina George at the <laughs> yes, end, it's that is the good. only reason I honor, gave it an honorable mention <laughs> is that seeing him, it literally comes out of nowhere <laughs> no pun intended and he gets hit by a truck <laughs> um and then your son is a sociopath crunch did not make my list because overall i don't think i actually like wow. that episode i know it's got a good title and that's made it iconic in uh our <laughs> friendship our criminal minds relationship yeah. um but other than that i don't like it i don't like the cop mm. who like covers it all up it's it's an interesting crime and it's all set up well and interestingly but i would say overall the episode is boring i i i agree with you it's not the most exciting episode of criminal minds by any stretch of the imagination i think what gets me though is there are multiple points within the episode where you think okay this is where we're going and then it turns out that it's something different. And so it's not until that very end, like that last like five minutes where every, you finally see kind of what happened and everything falls into place. And then I think what I really Mm. like about it is watching them figure it out. Like watching, (laughs) watching the look, all the dramatic, like like, watching the look on Prentice's face as she's putting it together, that he is like an absolute sociopath is priceless to me. And again, it all comes down to Patrick Brewster's, great a acting i think it, i mean it can save mm-hmm. any episode and so i just that's yeah. what gets it for me but i get it i do get it yeah yeah are there any other episodes you're interested that i left off um no i think i i'm mostly just surprised about pleasure is my business and demonology being on there i, I really i'm really surprised just thinking back to it listen listen I have just a, a love and a fascination with like luxury. <laughs> this is going to be so weird. <laughs> I'm loving this explanation um, already. <laughs> like mid 2000s luxury hotels and casinos in TV. There's no casinos in this what? season. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. In this season? When's there a casino? Um, Oh, we Las, Las Vegas, Vegas for two right, right, right. episodes. Those two episodes were boring hell yeah. as hell. <laughs> I looked through both of them. I was like, I understand that Reed does a lot of shit no, here, and this I is the only Jane Lynch right we Right on by as I was looking at that part of the yeah. season. Um, but I love luxury hotels and seeing them on TV. It just makes me wish that I was at one because I'm a a glamping gal. Uh-huh. My wife really loves to go in a tent, and boy, if I could live in a hotel, I would. You know those like TV shows where people live in like hotels. Zach and Cody. <laughs> like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what was what you talking about, Willis? What's that show? What? I what you talking think about, what the Willis? Name of the show is called. Well, that they show. Live in a hotel? I think they live in a hotel. 
I think so. I think or I you're live like in a Eloise at the Plaza or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! If I could be Eloise, <laughs> this is guys. This is new information. I didn't know that this was a secret <laughs> fantasy of Kelly McMaster's Parsons. <laughs> live in a luxury when hotel. We went, <laughs> when we went to Europe, I it's the closest I've gotten to the experience because the hotel we stayed in, it uh, like. Well, we we were like, we're going to stay like we're going to do it. right. You know, we're going to stay in a nice hotel. We're not going to find like the Hampton Inn of London and stay there. Uh, So the hotel we stayed in in Europe was named after fucking Winston Churchill. Not Europe. London. (laughs) In Europe. We didn't stay. We went to Europe because we're Americans. We stayed in Europe. (laughs) Uh, When we were in London, our hotel was named after Winston Churchill. Fancy. And. It was just like it had like door people. It had like the little like pull up oh thing God. where the cars pull off. Oh, like the, the car pulled off. <laughs> like when it has the little like rounded in area under a special roof. I guess most hotels oh, do that, but it's goodness. something extra luxurious when there's a man in a suit and a hat like there to open the yeah. door for me. Um, like. Where there's someone, when you go down to breakfast and you have to tell them what room number you're in, that's luxury. Yeah. Uh, there was a like we could see a chef making. <laughs> there was a doorman at the mm. hotel where we stayed for my wedding. Did that feel luxurious to you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> I will say our hotel in Paris felt less luxurious it was because. Of all the on the sidewalks oh yeah there's a lot of dog shit in paris guys like <laughs> please don't go, offend our ready. french listeners or maybe they wouldn't be offended <laughs> listen if they're not parisian i don't under- pick up your dog's poop i don't understand why you like to if, live if like the, that if guys. our french listeners are not parisian they might be like oh my god yes you are so correct like <laughs> like i live in nice and i fucking hate dirtiest and their dog shit, dog shit. <laughs> um but our paris hotel was like I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Not luxurious Just enough. Kind of secluded. It wasn't luxurious. The entrance wasn't, wasn't luxurious enough. When she were inside, it was absolutely there was mm. a doorman. Um but it didn't it didn't have like a it doesn't have didn't have like a grand facade there was no, no semi it was kind of driveway. just down like an alley no there, there has wasn't. to be a semicircle driveway with a pull through <laughs> thingy if you're gonna be considered luxurious but it did have an elevator where you had to like pull a door like, oh, like a the cage wrought iron door yeah yeah, yeah. listen i think uh, i hit my ankle on it it hurt real bad. <laughs> I would say I would say you need to go to Vegas because all the hotels in Vegas feel luxurious like that. But I also think you would hate Vegas <laughs> so much. I have such mixed feelings. I want to go once. It's one of those I things think, you have to go once just to say you did it. But I truly don't. Yeah, think Yeah, and like I just it. need to put myself right in the right mindset. Yeah, you have you to know? go into the mindset of like, like this is this stupid. is all f- weird, uh-huh. fake, stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, I and also I want to go in knowing. I'm there for the oh, food. Oh, that's really why you go. The food and the drinks. Because I I don't know if I've told you before, but, you know, I uh, walk the line of gambling addiction. Oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> Not seriously, but, uh, you know, I play the, you know, the, the like, bet on your solitaire yeah. game games on my phone sometimes. And I feel like I feel like it's... I love bingo. God, it's 
like you're a fucking 80 year old lady but i think my impression of it is that you it's not that you walk the line well maybe it is i think it could be that <laughs> it's like going to to a place like vegas would maybe give you the opportunity to fall fully over the line like you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. yeah right now it's like oh yeah like i'll bet like whatever on my little solitaire thing or like whatever but if you were in vegas and you were like i'm just gonna do this for the experience of it like that is somewhere where it truly could become a problem <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of person, so I would play bingo with my friends at uh, one of the Catholic churches in Monroeville where I grew up, did like a summer festival, and they had bingo. And I, my family didn't play bingo because gambling is not allowed in the United Methodist Church. Or you go not. hang out with those Catholics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go hang out with those Catholics, there's a beer garden, and Listen, you're playing there's bingo. There's a lot of gray areas in Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I would go hang out with my friends, and I'd be like, oh, let the party go on. I've got all the quarters in the world. More cards, please. Let's play all night. And then when they would be like, oh, like, I think I'm ready to go. I'd be like, oh, my God, I don't want to go. I want to play bingo I forever. I want to play bingo forever. <laughs> See, and I'm the opposite because I, in a, in a casino situation, like in Vegas, for example, I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to play the slots or like whatever. Or, like, blackjack. And I'm like, I lose $5 and I'm like, fuck this. I've lost five (laughs) essential dollars of my hard-earned money. You will steal nothing else from me, Las Vegas. (laughs) Like, I'm done. Like, I won't. I can't do it. I get so mad. I get so mad. Well, I hope uh, my, my little confession there... Uh, shed some light on why pleasure is my business made it so high on my list oh yeah to circle back um, to what we're actually talking about rather than just random things i think i think one of my life goals is to just be a rich woman <laughs> you know what <laughs> same but i think i i think we share the goal of being trophy wives i mean okay i have, I the, really goal. have the goal to be a trophy wife you want to be a kept woman, though. Oh, yeah. Like, if Stephen was going to pay my way for life and I didn't have to worry about it, or, like, really what I want is I want to still work, but I want, like, financially, like, the money that I make to be essentially superfluous and I can just use it. Yes. Just like, I money. can just use it for whatever <laughs> I want and, like, to just do fun things mm-hmm. because all of the other money <laughs> takes care of, like, our bills. <laughs> That's what I want. I felt, you know what I saw, you saw on my Insta story this morning that Cassie brought back coffee yeah, and a chocolate looked, croissant. That looked like luxury morning. to me. It felt like it. It was a little taste of being <sighs> oh, a trophy man. wife. Like she brought back, she brought me back something nice, she did. you know? In the form of She chocolate. went out into the world. I sat on the couch. Yeah. yeah. You know what I said after a long, hard day? Oh, I want yeah. some chocolate. Yeah. So to circle back to the episode, I think what I would what yeah, I would anyway. counter to your argument of like you just are fascinated with the lifestyle that is uh, depicted <laughs> is I think that episode is boring. Like you think this like mm. you mm-hmm. like I okay. think pleasure is my business is boring as fuck because it's just like again it's an episode that you normally don't like, which is that you see exactly who the unsub is like from get go. Yeah. And you know what? I might have said, I, I thought a lot while I was making these rankings. I was like, 
did I shit on these episodes I when we watched like them? I feel like you did. And now they're in my <laughs> top five. Like did. That's why I was so surprised by demonology too. Because I was like, I feel like we spent a very oh. long time talking about how bad of an episode this is. <laughs> I think ultimately what I had to do was comparing the episodes that made my shortlist or like almost made the shortlist mm-hmm. and episodes that I knew were going to be expected. You were going, you know, you were going the, for surprises on this one. Yeah, well, the strengths, I didn't think I was. um, The strengths, you know, demonology, I would rather watch that and get seven good quality minutes of Emily Prentice screen time Uh than watch 40 minutes of Will Wheaton slamming on Cabinals. That's fair. That is 100% fair. Um, And that's sort of, that's just really what drove my decision making. Um. I I almost would say I know we love season four and and think season four is where the show hits its stride and the show does hit its stride Mm -hmm. here but I'd say there are not a ton of episodes that are fully fantastic I agree like every part is great like I'm thinking normal is one of those only episodes for me that like I can't think of a part of it that I didn't And yet it like. only got number four. It didn't even make your fucking I, but list. I, I don't agree with you that it's a perfect episode, so why would I put it that high? I'm just saying that you <laughs> think it's a perfect well, episode. Well, you know what we can't agree on is freaking minimal yeah. loss. That is all around just great. Um, I do. Yeah. I agree with yeah. you. Um Season four, absolutely stand by the statement that this is the season where the show re- like really gets going and really starts to to become the criminal minds that we all know and love. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. We said we've said it consistently through the season, and I still think it's true having seen it all. Um, but I do agree with you that it, um, upon further review of rewatching it, there aren't as many episodes that I, um really loved the way that I thought that I would. And we talked about this earlier today, which is just that there's a lot of season four that is just middle of the road. There's some, there's some really standout episodes and then there's some, there's a bunch just kind of in the middle that, you know, like, I mean, I think come becomes clear from the way that we both just rank things, which is that there are a lot of episodes this season that, you like maybe one aspect of it or you like one kind of smaller portion of it. But when you really look at the episode as a whole, yeah, you're like, eh, well, there's also a lot of parts I don't like, but I'm willing to overlook it for whatever reason. Um, I think, I think there's a lot of iconic episodes in season four, maybe yeah. not a lot, but there's a yeah. handful. Um, and I think they really lean into the celebrity. They guest. do. This is where you start to get more, more celebrity guests, more obvious kind of unexpected celebrity guests. But I think, I think this is the first season where off the top of my head, I can think of quite a few episodes that are just memorable for whatever reason. Um, and I think that maybe makes them stand out more than anything, but I don't think they're not, they're not going to stand up against some other episodes like later in the seasons. So I don't, Mm-hmm. I don't, by any stretch of the imagination, think that season four is my favorite season of Criminal Minds. I think it's the strongest we've had so far in comparison oh, yeah. to yeah. seasons one through three. But um, I am excited to start season five because I think uh, I think there are some really good episodes kind of going forward. And I personally have always said that the middle seasons, like five, six, seven, in my opinion, 
are some of the stronger seasons. So I yeah. think we're kind of getting into it now. So, so yeah, I mean, season four is good. It's, it's, it's not the best. There's a lot of ones in the middle. <laughs> but it's the best It's yet. the best yet. And it was entertaining and... Long as hell. Mostly fun. <laughs> but long, long as hell. As hell. Uh, so yeah, there you go, Imaginary Pals. Those are our top five episodes of season four. We would love to know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think do you about think? each list? Which list do you more align with? <laughs> Um, or do you totally disagree with both of us and you have a totally different set of, of right. top fives? Um, if you are listening to this on Wednesday, thank you very much because that means that you have joined us over on Patreon, um, which we really appreciate your support over there. Um, if you are listening to this on Friday, this is just a gentle reminder that uh, next time we have bonus episodes, you can listen two days early if you join us on Patreon and become a patron. So um, something yeah. to consider um we're gonna start doing this every time we do a bonus episode now we'll release it on the day that the regular episode airs um on wednesdays um over on patreon so something to uh keep in mind for next time um yeah well this has been fun i uh i think it's interesting of like you said of all of the times that we've ranked episodes in a season i think this is the the lists that have deviated the most from each other (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which i think is gonna keep is gonna happen kind of more going forward yeah i agree because the seasons are gonna there's gonna be i think a wide enough variety of episodes that um our lists have more space to be different because seasons yes. one two and three <laughs> there's the the episodes are so kind of few and far between that are particularly stand out and i think our tastes and episodes are similar enough that up until now, obviously, the lists have been fairly similar, just sort of in a different order. Yeah. But who knows? All all bets are off now. They, these lists can be going. <laughs> all bets going are in off. Any order. Um, well, yeah. Thanks, friends, for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Catch us on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. at Unknown Subject Pod. At the Unknown Subject Podcast on Instagram. At Unknown Sub Pod yes. on Twitter. And let us know your thoughts on your top yes. five. Um, we genuinely want to know. We text each other. If you guys like say something to us, we'll text each other and be like, oh my gosh, did you see what so-and-so said? <laughs> True. Um, so yeah, let us so know. We'd be curious. We'll talk about you behind your back. <laughs> That's such a lovely way to put it. <laughs> but by, by choice. choice um, you've chosen. They've chosen. They've chosen to be a part of this community. Yeah, they chose to submit mm-hmm. something to us. Knowing we might, we talk val- about you know it. what we value other criminal minds lovers' opinions. We're as a community, yeah. We we understand that everybody has a little bit different of feelings on things, and every clearly everybody has different things in different episodes that stand out to them and that they like. So we love to hear about those things. It's fun to chat about them. So let us know on Instagram yep. or Twitter or wherever or Facebook. You could do it on Facebook if you wanted to. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, thanks guys. We'll be, um, we're going to take a break from, uh, before we start season five, but we will be back very soon to kick off a whole new season. Woo! I'm excited for season, season five. five of the unknown subject and criminal minds. Um, but as they say, when Ooh. they catch the unsub, it's over. It's over.